Hello, this is Andrew WK, and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast. Hi, my name is Shane Smith, and I'm the co-host of Freaky Geeks podcast, and I just caught Noel cooing at the dogs and recorded it, <sighs> and it was amazing. Also, we were talking about man versus food before the mic cut out. I yeah. would like to continue that conversation. He was dying. Mm-hmm. He was losing to the food. <laughs> well, okay. Before the diabetes came in, like a fucking wrestling tag team championship, yeah. he was losing the food anyway. I've watched a lot of Food Channel programming, mm-hmm. and I can count probably on one hand how many times I've seen Adam Richman. Wow, you know his name. Weird. Are you not fucking listening to anything I'm saying? Win. Like, I have only seen him defeat the food challenge like three times, maybe. Other than that, he taps out every fucking time. And that was before the blood pressure became an issue. (laughs) He's just a man. He wasn't (laughs) even like a competitive eater. He literally is just a guy who's like, oh, what if I had a show where I just like ate a lot? And they were like, I don't know, we're the food channel, I guess. And then he just goes places and eats a lot. I mean, if they're looking for someone, call me. I just like that he started out as like, I'm just a normal man. Can I eat all these pancakes? And then like three seasons in, he was like, I am a large man. (laughs) (laughs) He's like dying swiftly. My doctors are refusing to give me care because I'm killing myself. For real. I Those challenges were always so... And he always eats like while hundreds of people watch him. Mm-hmm. I don't even like when the dogs watch me <laughs> eat. And they're up in your shit. Yeah, it's annoying. Uh, I don't know. Man man versus food. The See, the thing is, is like the beginning was fun because he would go to the city where he was going to do the challenge and he would hit up a few places that are just like cool. Yeah. Like when he came through Salt Lake... He did. He went to that Birch's Waffles and Fries place. Yeah, yeah. And he, I think he did the spicy sushi challenge. He did. I did that challenge during a comedy show. You think fucking water is spicy. So yeah, get I know. Fucked. I didn't do my set. I ate the spicy sushi and then started to do my jokes. And then I just spent the entire time literally pouring milk onto my mouth and over my head. Oh my and then God. I puked. Ugh. Yeah, I did no jokes. Yeah. I just ate spicy tuna and then died in front of <laughs> like 60 people. Yeah. And they were like, the show is so funny. And I was like, I think I didn't headline. I went second to last. And they were like, are you okay? <laughs> like They were like, are you okay? Do we stop the show? And oh I, my God. I was not okay. That would have been fun to watch. It was brutal because you just do your jokes. And then like a couple minutes into your set, they hit a gong. Yeah. And then they're like, eat the spicy roll. And, like, I just took one, but it, it's, like... You took the first one. It's, yeah. like, out of ten in the first one. Yeah. That, like, someone whispered wasabi around no, it, and it fucking no. knocked you out. It fucking... It's for real. It's not a joke. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing like eating sushi with milk. That's, That's where I was disgusting. at. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah, I was straight up just Ugh. pouring milk. I took my shirt off. Ugh. I was dying. Ugh. It's like that shit on YouTube. There's that guy who interviews people and they eat spicy wings. Yeah, hot ones. Yeah. But this was like way before hot ones, actually. Because I wasn't even, I was still like a, 
Uh, I wasn't even like a feature yet. I was still mostly an open micer, mm-hmm. just who was just like excited because that's why I agreed to do this. If someone was like, "Do you want to do the spicy tuna show now?" I would be like, "Do you want to suck my ass?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not gonna do your fucking spicy tuna show. That's the spicy best. Tuna the show. best part of getting to where I am in comedy is I don't have to say yes to shows where they're like, "We're going to fucking do a show," but someone's gonna shoot guns at you while you do your jokes. Like they always have like a fucking mm-hmm. crazy twist. That sounds pretty fun, though. Saying no to those shows is the best part of being where I'm at in comedy. I hate that. Oh, you know the thing you spent years perfecting and your act you spent hundreds of hours working on and writing? Mm -hmm. I want you to not do that. I'm going to blindfold you and then let an animal that's wild loose on the stage with you (laughs) and then you can improv your act and you're like why would i do that that?" sounds like a really great show Uh, i would pay to see variety shows some of them are fun but most of them are yeah that sounds way fun the wild animal show i would see that i would as well that's the real man versus food (laughs) we've let a wild boar on stage (laughs) the comedian's blindfolded will he be able to talk about his dick and survive at the same time (laughs) i would would pay so much money to see that. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, people would root for the boar. Absolutely, <laughs> every time. He's just saying some shitty joke about like Trump or something, and just gets fucking taken out yeah. by a boar. Yeah. Oh my god, that would point. rule so hard. Well, I guess that's I was self-policing say, comedy. Let a wild boar out. I mean, oh my fantasies. <laughs> that's just like any fucking loud mouth woo girl in the crowd. That's like, I just want a wild boar for all situations. Like you go to a coffee shop and you overhear people talking about like how cultured Paris is. I just release the boar. Uh-huh. I fucking go to a movie and then there's people talking or using their phones. Release the wild boar. You need to just be like a falconer. Except with a boar. Val- a falcon would. Oh, I release falcon. the falcon and the falcon falcons them. Their face. Their face. Claws. That's more like. I feel like the boar travel is size. really sends a message. Yeah, though. but you can't go into a movie theater with that. You can go into a movie theater with a falcon on your arm. I feel like if I go places with a wild boar, people will not be equipped to stop <laughs> me. You put it on like a leash. I, the, sir, you can't go in there. Don't address me. The boar does not like it when you talk to me. <laughs> they're just like, oh, God. Oh, man. They're scary animals. I know it. Oh, my God. There just... were wild pigs in Hawaii in the mountains. Yeah? How the they time. feel about locals? <laughs> you should go find out. Not a fan. You should go find out. I don't think they liked anybody. Yeah. Pigs are they're mean. They're really into killing everybody. We really won the war against pigs, though, so I don't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> yep, sure did. The pig propaganda machine did stop Jewish people and Muslims, but not the rest of us. Ooh. Boy, howdy, did they lose. Okay. <laughs> what? Sure. I'm just saying if there was a theoretical war between humans and pigs, pigs would be losing despite winning two major victories, one against the biggest group of people on Earth. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm well, I to... was going to do my little thing. Yeah, do your little thing. We got real sidetracked. I know. I just... The wild boar was too fun to think about. I was more thinking about Food Network. Yeah. Food Channel. You would. That's my shit. I was going to say, um, my name is Nicole and your name is Sean and welcome to Geeky Freaks. <laughs> oh my God, it's too funny. So kill me. 
<laughs> people really do think all of those things quite a bit. It is fun. I think people think I'm Nicole more than think you're Sean. Yes, but some people do think I'm Sean. I love when I do comedy, when I do shows, and the host is like, what are your credits? And I was like, well, my podcast is pretty popular. And they're like, okay, I'll say your podcast. And then they're like, welcome to Shane. Sometimes he's on Geek Freaks. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I firstly, I am the ho- like one of the hosts. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're my feature always. Yeah, I'm just your, uh, your lowly manservant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome. To Geeky Freaks. (laughs) Welcome to Geeky Freaks. Welcome to Freaks and Geeks, the podcast where we talk about the cult classic Freaks and Geeks that was canceled after one season. Was it really? Yeah. I never watched it. With greats like Seth Rogen and James Franco. Okay. Mm -hmm. Was it a good... That's Michael Sarah was on that show, yeah? I don't think so. I think he's too young. Let's not talk about this and actually become a podcast about Freaky. (laughs) Speaking of, uh, this episode is a lot of Judd Apatow. Not so much geek, but hopefully next episode we'll be talking about Magic the Gathering. Yeah. So that'll be fun. You fell down that wormhole. I am playing Magic. It is happening to Mm me. I'm back into it, baby. Yep. It is. You sure are. (laughs) Sure are doing that. Yes, you are. Uh, what's this tone of voice? Nothing. You judging me? This is my NPR voice. Okay. Today's episode. <laughs> what did we even today? We tell a Bible story, but it, it, there's a twist. What mm. else do we do? I educate you about Ruby Ridge. You do. We talk about that, and then we talk about. And who... then we started off by say, um, I talked about Cardi B. You Listen, talked about being a racist, we ta- alt-right, men's rights activist. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. I, my, so you did. Yeah. I'm just trying so hard to turn the podcast into an alt-right, men's rights podcast, mm-hmm. but you ruin it by being a woman all the time. I know it. And I'm, I'm mad about it. i foil your plans. Oh, it's like my a weird God. pinky in the brain type of thing. <laughs> 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 oh, um, my God. Okay, so... Um, enjoy this episode mm-hmm. just like you would definitely enjoy getting tattooed at Murder of Crows Tattoo nice. here in Salt Lake City Beautiful. at 640 North Main Street, Suite 225. If you want to see some of their work, visit them on Instagram at Murder of Crows Tattoo or the artist herself, Casey Roy at Casey underscore mm-hmm. Roy underscore tattoo. And that's Casey with a K. K-A-S-E-Y. K-A-S-E-Y. E-Y. Nice. Uh, CaseyRoy.com, MurderOfCrowsTattoos.com. You can get great tattoos there. We've both been tattooed there several times. Mm -hmm. We love it. It's the best place to get tattooed in this state, and you should all go there. Yeah, I want to get my stomach tattooed. And that's my next goal. Yeah? What are you going to put on your stomach? A giant goat head. Oh, cool. I want the horns to go under my boobs. Uh huh. And then I want it, the head to be on my stomach. Yikes. It'll be cool. And it, I know Casey would fucking kill it. So. Yeah, it'll be cool. That The stomach does not feel good. Nothing feels good. Tattoos, tattoos don't feel good. That's true. Anyone, so. every time people are like, tattoos don't hurt, it's always like some bro. And I'm like, you're incorrect. Yeah, they hurt. So might as well just get them wherever. Yeah, too true. Might as well just tattoo your face. The stomach is a whole nother level. Also, don't tattoo your face. Hey, do you want to see me do comedy? (laughs) 
I have been forgetting to plug my shows. Great job. I still do this for a job mm-hmm. and stuff, but yes. I am awful at plugging myself. And I should be better because more people are paying attention to us now more than ever. Yeah. And I feel Oh my God. Before you plug your show, can I say seven things real quick? Oh God. <laughs> so remember, Are they about me? Yes. Remember how last episode I was like, Shane, you've ruined your Facebook because yes. if you ever try to be sincere or say anything of substance, people are always just gonna be awful. And my counterpoint was I've never said anything of substance ever. <laughs> I agree to that <laughs> always. But so example beautiful example is like you were talking about getting a concussion yes right jokingly it was a joking way to say i have a concussion yes and people were like oh man there was there were two responses oh man that sucks hope you're okay and i love that band that you got concussed at those are both valid responses great responses Mm -hmm. and then there was just like a wild thought out in the fucking open (laughs) who thought that would be the perfect status to be like that's hot and i saw that at like eight in the morning and i was like what the fuck out of all of the things to say like out of all of you getting a concussion is hot to her men with brain damage get this chick going and i'm okay with that are you kink shaming yeah well i'm more being like she's a predator because she's going after men with brain damage that is her fucking thing listen what's better having sex with kids or having sex with men who have the brains of kids okay i don't think you should be doing either i just think she knows her fucking audience and she was trying real hard to throw that line out people say people have said i'm hot in like firstly you're you're wildly i don't know what's wrong with you what did your father do to you that you would think i'm good looking but do you want me to answer that no (laughs) (laughs) i know that it's not love you or show you affection ever (laughs) from experience (laughs) but but i (laughs) i also am just like i've said other things that were like vaguely serious yeah or they were serious maybe not even like like i'm not like trying to be like a guy of substance but i'm saying something that's definitely not like a joke and people are like like i'm just like my grandfather's 96 really inspiring and some chick is just like the bulge in your pants makes me wet yeah. and i'm like oh my god like, jesus fucking the photo of my grandfather or i'll like post like screenshots of people roasting me online and some girl will be like i'd fuck you and you're like no no that's kind of appropriate now i think about it (laughs) that's the counterpoint right to someone telling you to kill yourself yeah sure i appreciate that i'll take it (laughs) listen if i ever post a screenshot of someone telling me to kill myself you're allowed to say that you want me to fuck you I'm going to make 17 accounts and I'm going to tell you to kill yourself on all of them. And I'm going to graciously accept every compliment from every (laughs) woman who wants to fuck me. No, I mean, uh, do it. The girls are weird. People are weird, but I appreciate them. They're being nice. At least I have so many evil comments that when a girl says I'm hot for getting a concussion, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll take it. At least I she's imagine not that's the only thing she's saying. Some guy from Wyoming sending me photos of him holding a hunting rifle with my name written down on a piece of paper saying he'll murder me. That's fucking dope. Send me his contact information. <laughs> you want to get it going yeah, with him? Yeah, I'm trying to let him know that that's hot. Oh, my God. <laughs> I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> so talk about your fucking shows. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Oh man. <laughs> so you're working this weekend? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I so the, the people guy. of Wyoming are wondering where to find <laughs> me. I'll be on stage. For real though, I've gotten so many death threats and it's just like, oh, I don't like just do it. I'm going to follow up on them. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't post them online yet because I want to wait for like a couple months and be like, I've been <sighs> saying where I am. How come you haven't killed me yet? It's going to be fun. This is why I think murderers are in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they, we, uh, we are being hunted. Like what you'll find out later in this episode is that I'm convinced I'm going to be murdered. Yeah. Constantly. That's what most of this episode is. You talk about how you think you're going to be murdered. No one wants your body. Okay. No, but the people who from Wyoming who want to kill you I mean and the women who want to sleep with you all want me dead. So that's fair. I'm a casualty of war Ugh. anyway talk about yourself some more okay so uh i have shows this week uh if you want to see me perform i will be at wise guys comedy club my favorite place to perform and uh, usually the only place i plug on this uh <laughs> podcast the i only do place perf- that wants you i perform at other places all the time i just never plug them because i'm dumb and i forget or i book them too early to say anything on the podcast oh my god yeah i'm doing stuff it's almost i'm almost always just dumb though oh my god you're doing stuff what no way you talk okay so uh thursday the 19th friday the 20th and saturday the 21st i will be performing uh i'll be hosting at wise guys comedy club for burt kreischer so if you like burt you think he's funny and you also want to see me maybe come out say hi to me tell me listen to the podcast i'll give you a hug uh you could murder me maybe if that's what you're into or if you you're a girl who's uh, any girl at all. You can tell me you want to fuck me uh, after I explain to you how bad my childhood was. Because that's just kind of how it goes these days. <laughs> what? Your yeah. dad beat you? Your dick makes me happy. <laughs> it's like, what? Okay. <laughs> you were molested? I want to suck your dick. I mean, hey. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh, man. You got to get the bad karma out of it somehow. Yikes get to work no <laughs> go call what the, are you plugging go call that girl who's into your brain injuries plug some stuff i'm i forget the name of it what am i doing what is it called oh i got it sorry i'm doing a podcast festival that shane wasn't invited to oh my god um <laughs> you're one thing yeah my one thing I I'm a commodity. I only come around once a year. I'm doing the U, um the Outlier Podcast Festival in is it St. George? Is that where Dixie State is? Yes. Yes. So it's at Dixie State in St. George, Utah. And it is May eleventh, so I'll be there Friday, May eleventh. I'm gonna be on a women in podcasting panel. Yes. Because I'm more interesting and more in-depth and more educated and, and more vibrant and more charismatic. And, and also so more of a woman. They wanted me there. I mean, yeah. that's debatable against you. <laughs> so I'll take that as a motherfucking compliment. You dish. should. So, I'm fabulous. I you mean, do, you are. Don't toot your own horn too gross. much there. Okay. So anyway, I'll be doing that. So come check that out. My mom will be there. Shane won't be there. It'll be a good time. I might be in Texas during that time but we'll see so yeah i might be there bitch you don't know me (laughs) okay (laughs) all right everyone uh this intro went way too long enjoy this episode who needs an intro this is just the whole episode uh if you enjoy our podcast please support us on patreon.com slash freaky geeks oh do we get to tell them what the patreon episode is 
Oh, yeah. So someone did pay the level in order to decide a Patreon episode mm-hmm. or not a Patreon episode to decide what a real episode's uh, content will be and also do a Patreon episode with us. Mm-hmm. That person was James Taylor. Yeah. Uh, Who t- also is making a fucking app. Yeah. He's a maniac. A uh, big favorite of ours in the group. Uh, join the Freaky Geeks group on Facebook. He's a regular there and will probably be an admin before long. Right. Because we are bad at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's great. Uh, he asked us to do an episode all about cults. So if My you want to post, well, we'll be posting in the group asking you guys about what you think of cults, cults you think are interesting and stuff to as a precursor to the episode yeah so if you want to get involved in an episode that uh he has decided go ahead and go there uh it's really cool he could have trolled us and made us talk about my butthole for an entire episode but he didn't and i appreciate him so um yeah that's it uh what else follow us on social media google me you can find me at (laughs) shadozer it's fine uh noel has a twitter probably uh (laughs) hail satan everybody (laughs) hail satan Hmm? Are you the sweetest girl, little mama? I love your face. I love your little face. This is what I live with, everyone. Oh my god! Yeah. Were you recording? Yeah, that? I did record you, motherfucker. <laughs> You're wrecked. <No. laughs> you can't coo at the animals <laughs> fucking constantly <laughs> while we're trying to record, and the guy won't record you. Yeah. Did you? Where did you start that? You, you'll never know. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> did you get the song? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! I hope not. <laughs> People can't know that I sing songs to my dogs. Enjoy the episode, everybody. <laughs> oh my god! I did not. I was petting him and being nice, and then he did this. This is your fault. <gasps> what? Oh my Sorry, god! Who did that? Someone walked in the house and they burped. <laughs> that was fucked up. I wasn't even a good one. That one Why, was but forced. into the microphone? Why are you forcing it out into the microphone? Because I didn't want it to come out later. Okay. Stop. Let me live my life. We're recording. Yeah, drink your monster energy no, drink and burp on. Yes, no, we not. are. Why would you do that? Okay, so what do you have to talk? What did you want? What did you <sighs> want to talk to me about? You had something to say to me? I have nothing to say to you. <laughs> Okay, you can just cough, Yeah, I can't burp. Uh-huh. Please, that's the worst burp. I'm embarrassed if you fucking put that in there. It's you not nasty. even a good burp. Do you want to burp into the microphone correctly? No. Okay, then... I can't. We're not going to talk... I can't ab- force it. I don't know how to make myself burp. Can you make yourself burp? I actually can't. Do I'm a failure as a man. You can't? I can make myself fart. <laughs> I feel like everyone can until you shit your pants. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like... <laughs> the every I've told people that, and they're like, oh, gross. And I'm like, dude, you just try to shit till you fart. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's weird. I don't know. I know people who think it's weird that I, I can like try to pee. What do you mean? They're like, you can make yourself pee? And I'm like, yeah, if you just stand there and try to pee. Do you not know how to, like, kegel or whatever? I don't know. I, if my bladder's empty, I'm not peeing. Well, yeah, but, like, if you don't have to pee, you can sit and, like, try. And sometimes you'll be like, oh, okay, I can. I mean, sure, that's, like, mom logic to every three-year-old on, like, a road trip. Just go try to push something out. Yeah, well, I mean. I don't, I mean, I don't get your logic, but that's fine. There's no logic. It's science. I just push until the pee comes out. Mm-hmm. Sure. So my balls are full and I squeeze <laughs> them. And then the pee comes out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking of balls being full of pee, 
Mm-hmm. One of the hosts of Coast to Coast passed away this week. Yeah, Art Bell. Yeah, so sad. Yeah. Did it, he pass away? Or was he taken by aliens or, or the, the FBI? FBI? Oh Get my god, my stop. Get out of here. I'm calling the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a sleeper cell this whole time. Yeah, you have been. Sleep is the key word there. I Lots of time in bed. I did not sleep at all last night. No, you didn't. Because you were afraid. Yeah, of what? Of, of reality? Yeah. You've been reading a book about the Golden State Killer, and now you're out I'll of your mind. I'll Be Gone in the Dark by Michelle McNamara. It's amazing, and I want everyone to read it, and it's a great book, and I've told you this a million times. Like I've, I've been reading true crime books since I was like a teenager. Yeah. And like even before true crime books, I was reading, you know, like horror. I was reading Stephen King, and even before that, Goosebumps. I grew up on scaring myself. But there's something about the way this book is written and the tactics of this killer and serial rapist and also the fact that he was never caught. Yeah. And it happened in like Sacramento. Like I can the way that she describes certain areas, especially around Sac State. I can like I know exactly where she's talking. about. Yeah, But we're in Utah. I know. Maybe he's followed me. Yeah, you're <laughs> the one. He the they got no, away from him. Yeah, the weakest one. <laughs> I don't know. It fucked me up when like I haven't read it in a few days, and I guess that's I don't. It's like subconsciously with me the whole time, like all day. It's subconsciously with yeah. me, and so the moment I go to bed, I just dream about getting murdered. So, how do you? How do they? How do you get murdered usually? Um, it's always set in reality, and that's the part that fucks me up. Like usually, dreams are like. You know when people try to explain a dream to you and they're like, you know, but it's like I was at my house, but it wasn't my house, but it was my house. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, what's that line from um, Inception where like you don't realize it. You don't realize nothing's normal till you do or whatever. And then you're like, oh, everything is wrong. Yes, exactly. Like it's your best friend, but it's not your best friend. Yeah. Like that whole thing. I have most. I almost never dream. But when I do these days, it's so real that I wake up and I have to. I have to get up and like go to the fridge or like touch things and like because Inception I touch yeah reality. no it's yeah because it do your feels, checker or like I'll have a weird dream and I'll be like was that real like I have to check my phone to see if I've talked to people recently and mm-hmm. stuff that's the most unsettling shit even well, if the dream isn't scary you're like I hate this that's the thing so my dreams used to be the weird Inception dreams mm-hmm. but since reading this book they've become more based in reality. So when I dream of getting murdered, I'm dreaming of getting murdered like in our bedroom, in our house, in reality right now. Nothing is off. As far as I'm concerned, I'm waking up to the sounds of a murderer in the house. Oh, okay. Like that's how the dream goes. Yeah, yeah. So Freddy, like Nightmare on 13th style. Nightmare on Elm Street? On Elm Street. Sorry. Uh Uh-huh. Whoops. Yeah. So. What? Oh, I'm not allowed to make mistakes? (laughs) You could burp into the microphone and not know what book Jesus is in, but yeah. I can't make yeah. mistakes. Yeah, yeah, my mistakes are radical. You're so lame. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Anyway, I'm only the only mistake about burping in the mic was that it was a bullshit weak ass burp. Okay. Anyway, so I literally had like five to ten dreams last night yeah and then i just wouldn't let myself go to sleep the moment i would hit that like deep sleep where i started to dream like you know when you're kind of half awake but kind of not i would wake myself up and then i would just lay there Uh. and be like 
we're not doing this again. Literally Freddy style. Like, don't let yourself fall asleep. Um, and then my alarm went off and I had to go to work and I was like, well, fucking kill me. But the first dream that I remember specifically because I let it go on for so long until I realized that it was just a dream was, um, and it, it sucked because like Nikita made a noise, like, like a hurt noise, like something had hurt her. Okay. And in the golden state, well, in I'll be gone in the dark, the, um, killer, will either be he'll either stalk the victims so far in advance that he's befriended their animals like uh-huh. he brings them treats and stuff so they won't bark or make any noise when he comes to attack them or he'll just fucking kill the animals yikes like well he yeah punch the poodle yeah and he, then punched he, like, poodle. he punched a poodle Whew. and then he like slit this like german shepherd malamute big ass dog right slit from its like belly up cuz it went after him and so I heard her make a, in real life, I swear, made a weird noise like something hurt her. And it woke me up in my Meanwhile, dream. Meanwhile, she's just eating trash. <laughs> I mean. And you're like, I'm going to be murdered. And she's like, napkins are delicious. <laughs> my brain wasn't thinking that. I was just like, so they've come, the murderers have come in and killed the dogs. <laughs> and I'm laying there waiting to be a victim myself. And you don't wake me. I love how you're going to let the your only chance at survival is me. And you're just going to let me die <laughs> asleep with no ability to help well, whatsoever. I, <laughs> I in, uh, in my dream, I like there was the panic set so quick that I was like, there's nothing you can do. Also, every single person in that will when the killer starts to escalate, the Golden State Killer hits his like stride, if you will. Uh huh there's men who are armed in the house and they are defenseless. They're like, he's, he knows our sleeping patterns. He knows we don't have weapons in the house. He, Uh, well, we would, I could, we could have a pistol on my side of the bed holstered. Like I used to just sleep with one, but who doesn't want guns in the house? That's a nightmare in itself. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, I don't want guns in the house. And then I'm like, but I'll shoot the rapist. Put a katana above the bed. Oh my God. That's not how it'll (laughs) work. Give I mean, me put a big ass katana. I have above a knife the by the bed. No, I want a katana. I want it so fucking sharp that it would cut the air. <laughs> Separating. I molecules. love how you're like, don't I need the weapon that takes lots of practice no, and fuck is difficult you. to use. No, there was an episode of um, Mythbusters, and they were like, in a zombie apocalypse, the best weapon to have is a sharp sword. Okay, firstly, so me versus murder. The reality sharp of of sharp swords is knives are better because very often someone will grab the sword, and yes, you will fuck them up, but they are a rapist and a murderer. You gotta have the sharpest sword. Like it the doesn't matter. You're not just gonna slide of through the knives. That they just cut through phone books. That's not how you it works. That. And you just cut oh their fucking hands off. You've never cut anything living before <laughs> in your life. It's not as easy as you think it is. I have never. Oh, I feel dressed several deer with very sharp knives and it's still, I mean, it's easier in some ways, but you have you done it with a sharp katana from (laughs) Japan? Unfortunately, I grew up in a place where it was legal to hunt rabbits using any weapon possible. You don't know. And I have, no, I've hunted a rabbit with a katana. That you're a fucking liar. I have. I'm There's something the called spotlighting. Right now. No, it's it, this is a <laughs> animal rights people are going to be mad at me. Don't but, talk well, about it. I was a young man. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to do it now. I didn't know any better. I was a hick growing up in a small town. But 
the rabbits have a disease that they give to cattle and dogs and like um, other animals and it kills them. They're like the jackrabbits, the like mangy. They have this crazy disease and they also destroy crops. So at certain parts of the year in Fillmore where I grew up, you could kill rab. They were like, you can kill rabbits using any method. Like anything is legal. As l- yeah. No, you really could dynamite the rabbits if you wanted An to. Anvil. Yeah. You can anvil the rabbit. Whatever you, whatever creativity you have in you, you could do it. Elmer That's Fudd style. Horrible. You could wily coyote these rabbits. <laughs> so, um, bored teenagers, of course, uh, would go out at night, and then if you go out into the fields at night and you have like a spotlight, mm-hmm. you can look for the rabbits because they're out at night, like eating crops, fucking around, mm-hmm. giving animals diseases. They're sure. like really bad. They're actually. like teenagers. Yes, they're awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, they genuinely are pests. Sure. Like they cause I more damage. I understand you're trying to convince me that what you did I, was justified. No, no, I just because it's gonna get horrific. So I just want everyone to just like kind of be on my side a little bit. No one's on your side ever. Okay. So so what you do is you take a spotlight, like a really bright light, and then when the, you spot the rabbit, he'll f- he or she, let's go with equality here, uh, sure. we're equal opportunity murderers. Thank you. The rabbit will freeze in the light like and not move like a deer, and it will eventually run if you spook it, but if you run at it fast enough, you can katana that rabbit. And that is a thing that I have seen happen. <laughs> You know what the unfortunate thing about like redneck kids is like they they have access to katanas, but not access to education. (laughs) It's a real fucking travesty. Hey, hey, that's fair. Yeah, it's hard out there. Apparently, if you have to spend hard if you're a rabbit. (laughs) Well, it's not hard if you're a rabbit because that katana will cleave you in half first try. Sounds like a bummer. I mean, it's a quick way to die. Um, arguable. There's that article where they think that like the head stays alive and active for oh, like, up yeah. to ten minutes I after mean, being beheaded. W- <sighs> but these rabbits aren't being beheaded; they're being like sheared in twain. Like I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The whole point is <laughs> the whole point. The is katana. Put a katana above the bed. It's and not going to work us. in a house. It's not going to work in a house. You though. don't know my fucking life. Okay. <laughs> just wake me up so that i can no. not get murdered okay next so time. this is the thing so in I'm my just dream gonna hide a gun in the room if you ever find a gun what? in the house don't play with it oh my god no well but if you don't know it's there okay hypothetical situation i don't the murderer comes in I and i shoot him in the face are you going to be mad that I have a, is that a conversation we're immediately going to have where you're like, D- I'm so pissed. You have a pistol in the house and I'm going to be like, but also what about this D- golden state killer? What about this guy with a micro penis? I just shot in the face. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'd have to be in that situation. For exactly. Me to figure out how I feel well, about it. Here's the deal. I if don't know. No. In the face, I would be upset. Shoot I, them anywhere else. The face is so horrendous. I don't have a gun in the house. But also, if you find what you think looks like a real gun, do not play with it. It's I probably have loaded. I scared myself with fake guns in the house. Okay, well, just don't. If you find a gun, it, don't play with it. I don't. But like, I don't have one. But if you do find don't one, like don't that. play with it. I'll call the cops on you. Anyway, uh, and say what? My boyfriend legally. My boyfriend with a concealed carry permit legally has a gun in the house. Yeah. Yeah. You, they'll do something about I'm it. Tell them that you committed crimes that 
<laughs> I'll go commit a crime with it and bring it back and call the cops on you. <laughs> Try me, oh bitch. Oh, my God. Anyway. What crime would you commit? I don't know. <laughs> just go rob Sephora. Yeah. <laughs> Not even. Just like go up to someone and <laughs> show it around. <laughs> oh, my God. Show it around. <laughs> We're like, in, look what I got. We're literally in Utah in the deep west. If you went to the Smith's parking lot and pulled out your pistol and were like waving it around, someone would be like, cool gun and no then way. keep grocery a shopping. Smith was like just shot at seven days ago. A Smith's, the grocery store? Yeah. In he west was just Valley. mad at the grocery store yeah. and shot at it? Yeah. And people got hurt. Did they? Yeah. Bitch, where the fuck were you? I don't know. It was literally like a few days ago. This is topical. This is topical. Anyway. Do you know why he shot the Smiths? Because he's mad. I don't know. He's just like, fuck. Why does anyone shoot Grocery shopping. My wife has sent me here for tampons by myself for the last time. (laughs) Fuck all these people. I mean, that's real. I don't think anyone died, so it's okay to laugh. Okay, cool. I mean, it's okay to laugh no matter what. No. Are you sure? Yeah. I feel like I don't have any jokes to make, but... I could. I won't. Don't. Okay. So anyway, back to my dream. Yeah, your dream. So I think a murderer is in the house, mm-hmm. and I hear Nikita die. Yes. And I'm like, well, prepare to, to prepare for it. <laughs> I guess. Cool. Just- Leave Shane sleeping and prepare for death. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, um, as like, I was like stressing so much in my dream that it was like making my heart race in real life. Uh huh. And I woke up from that. Like, so I woke myself up from like freaking myself out so much and being like, oh shit, that was a dream. And then of course, like there's like some sort of noise outside where I hear like the fence rattling and I'm like, the wind dead again. And then I go to turn to you Mm -hmm. to wake you up. Okay. And you're so asleep. And I was like, you know what? This is, I'm just being crazy right now. This is fine. I'm not going to wake him up. So then I just keep doing that in a cycle for six hours. Yeah. Next time, just wake me up so that you can get some peace of mind. Well, then I can go out into the house and be murdered. No. See, this is probably why, because last time I had you check for murderers, you scared me. (laughs) You're so how did you fall for it? That's what I want to know. If I say, hey, I, I feel no, we were like falling asleep and I was jolted awake and I was like, I feel like someone's watching us. Yes. And you were like, I have a weird feeling too. So I all feel like of it's my... Jesus. He knows that we're committing adultery. No, no one's adultering anywhere. Yeah, we were. You know what? Pray about it. Anyway, <laughs> so fucking I'm you valid by you agreeing with me that you feel like off. Yeah, like sure. Someone's well, watching. No, us. you just wake up and you say that, and I'm not gonna be like, you're crazy. Of course I'm no, just gonna be like, sure. Don't fucking try to downplay it. Anyway. And yeah, then, don't don't be a good partner. <laughs> no. And then I'm like, I'm like panicking genuinely, and I'm like, can you please just go 
check the house for murderers and you do and you're like nope everything's cool and it looked like you went into the kitchen yeah i made it look like that and then because you specifically because i said i had to pee yeah you you said i had to pee will Will you you please check check behind the shower curtain you were very specific and as soon as you said that i was like bitch i'm hiding behind that shower curtain so so i pretended like i went into the kitchen and then i juked and rolled Pass into the bathroom so you couldn't see and i went and hid behind the shower curtain and you came in to pee and then i jumped out and it was like i'm a murderer and you peed a little i hate you <laughs> it was so funny it was fucking awful that's what you get what for what this you scared me in the shower no. that one time <laughs> that, that was yeah good. do you see now in broad daylight when no one was worried about murderers i'm never worried that's about I'm, murderers. I'm never gonna trust you that's why i'm gonna let you die for that time you scared me oh my god <laughs> so anyway if a murderer comes into the house and is murdering me i'm gonna be like why murder me when there's a hot lady and i'm gonna give him your exact coordinates no she's in there she's alone she's weak she doesn't have a katana <laughs> and there's no guns in that room <laughs> i'll just go you can do whatever no, you want i'm gonna start practicing escaping from the window <laughs> you'll never make it out Fuck you yeah i will you don't know my life are you kidding me you'll fall out the window give yourself a boo-boo and then you (laughs) won't and you'll just sit there and and be a baby about it and he'll come around (laughs) and then he'll be like well you're dead now (laughs) no the boo-boos don't hurt till the next day oh my god (laughs) that's where i'm at you're such a baby no my body hurts Mm -hmm. we skated and i fell on a banana peel yeah and do, while standing straight up doing nothing but yeah, existing. someone green shelled you <laughs> while you were skating <laughs> not Mario even skating Kart i was style. standing yeah, still you just <laughs> you just fucking got still. it pwned <laughs> and you fell for no reason it was yeah, crazy for no reason literally and i've also done that though so it's fucking whatever. wrecked my knee and yeah. my butt because like i bent like I, my leg bent under me as you, I went down. And you don't got to tell me about that. I skate raped myself. Yeah. For those of you in podcast land, you don't know skate rape is when you fall and your leg goes underneath you and one of your wheels just connects with your b hole. <laughs> Connect. It just went like it, Yeah. It forced oh, its way in. I've skate raped myself so fucking hard, like on the bank track skating, that like it my vagina was bruised really like from front to back it looked horrible it looked like i was fucking donkey kicked it was rough it was horrible have you ever seen girls that like their pussies slapped like if they're like hit my pussy is that a thing no one's ever asked me to do it. What? Changing the subject. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. People want you to slap their pussy? I've had more than one girl be like, like hard? Yeah, like they want like Like to attack it? Like yeah. Assault it? To yeah. Physically assault it? Yeah. That sounds fucking awful. No way. Yeah, it's weird. I'm just like I don't want no. Cuz like I know like you give it a little pat. Who hurt them? Yeah, me, I did because they asked me to. I mean, sure, a little pat is not an issue, but like f- abusing it, yeah, physically? like like full on, like uh, too much. Like if they like flogging it. Oh god, yeah, no, thank you. It's delicate china, you know. What the fuck? I don't. That's like when I went to look up nail art. 
I was going to do like BDSM nail art yeah. on my nails and I typed that in BDSM nail art and what I got was a vagina filleted being hammered the lips the lips oh with nails with like nails. n-a-i like mm-hmm. like you build a house with mm-hmm. like someone was gonna build a house in mm-hmm. her pussy yeah Ooh. there was a there was a plank of wood uh-huh in between her legs and she had spread no her vaginal lips across the plank no so first strike against her that's too many lips them mm-hmm. in in to the wood yes and i was like Hey, some girls That's trying. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, there are easier ways to get wood in your pussy, then, if like, you know what I mean. <laughs> hey yo, delete everything. You've what? Ever done. I just threw a dad joke into a situation where we all need to chill out because we're you talking about know. a woman's pussy getting you nailed. You don't even know the images that also followed that. That was <laughs> fucking. I'll see that every. Was that goddamn the starter day. image? <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, let me see that. Oh, I'll see that all the time versus all the pictures that like followed it when you clicked it because I clicked Why it to be like... Why would you do so that? I was like, what the fuck's going on here? You know what the... You don't need... I don't know what the fuck's going <laughs> on there. You don't need to know. I needed to know. So I clicked that and then immediately it's like maggots and assholes and things being stuffed into urethras and I'm like, for the love of God, why are people... Why are why they? are people? Why are they? <laughs> oh no, they are awful. It like, was horrible. When you see people putting maggots inside of themselves, you want to die. Yeah. You want to die. I was like, I don't need to live anymore. This is fine. I'm just going to leave now forever. I can't. Mm, I think about it all the time. Well, you've did that to yourself. I hope everyone I else tap out all the up. time. You know what? I've never seen two what? girls one cup. Really? Yeah, never. Oh, my mom. And I'll loves never it. fucking look at it. Cause why would I do that? Why would I do that to it's myself? It's nothing, honestly, in comparison to the shit that I've seen. It's nothing. Yeah, my but still, why would I fucking, see it though? She thought I'm, that shit was so funny. If you called her right now and asked her about it, she'd laugh. Yeah, because your mom and your dad do some freak ass shit. Yeah. If your mom's laughing at two girls one cup, your dad. She's got a why speculum you, in your dad's ass. Why do you think the, I am the, the way the I am? The butt fisting runs in the family. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> your mom's a good-looking woman. She doesn't need to do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> my mom was so... I feel like I'm... I don't know if I've told you this before. My mom thought that fucking shit was so funny. She called my sister's godfather, for all intents and purposes, was like a grandfather to us. Yes. And was like... This was like dial-up internet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. AOL. And is like, look at this video. I emailed you the link. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did not think it was funny. Yeah, no one thinks that's funny. It's so fucking He did gross. not think it was funny. My mom was cracking up. He's screaming on the phone with her. She's cracking up. Ooh. So she is a monster. Okay, don't well, you don't have to tell me because I am around you and you're not, not a monster. Bitch, what? Yeah. You fucked I'm up. I'm a saint. Meanwhile, back in the real world. What? Why are you talking shit? You know how many people ask me, like, what did she try to do to you? <laughs> like, they ask me if I'm okay. Nothing. Like, what is she trying to do to you? I am a saint. Yeah, you're not doing anything to me because I'm the only guy you've ever dated that can overpower you. fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wait you, till you... I get that fucking katana, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you're never allowed to have a sword. Here's the thing. You're going to get the katana and you're going to be like, give me your butthole and then I'm going to have a gun checkmate. Whoa. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god! I'll shoot it out of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking god damn it! Yeah, I hope people are worried for you. They shouldn't be worried about me. They should be worried about like people the legitimately have the been. They've asked like, "What do you, you? Does she do weird stuff to you?" And I'm like, "What do you no, mean? I am a saint. I am. Yeah, I am. You, a you're good, like wholesome Christian woman. The most vanilla person I've ever dated. Thank you. Yeah." I am. I don't mean that as like an insult either. I'm just saying like we're just up to normal stuff. I know. Because I read the Bible every night. Mm-hmm. I pray for us. Every morning, every night. You know uh, what I if mean? I read the Bible, you mean watch ASMR videos and you know then what? talk about Cardi B. You don't know what my Bible is. <laughs> Speaking of Cardi B, I am so in love with her. God, because uh, she's amazing. She's uh, she's doing nothing interesting or incredible. You literally are, are you like fucking kidding me. I think she's great. No, I'm not saying I don't think she's great. Her new album is a fucking every song is That's a banger. Very interesting. I'm a big fan of hers. I think I legitimately think she's funny all the time. I wish more performers were like funny characters and did cool stuff and didn't take themselves seriously like she's everything did you watch the video i, I want posted in the group yeah and you're like oh she's pregnant and dancing and it's okay. like yeah well oh, here's fucking, the thing that's just normal here's the fuck it's not normal it is normal it's not normal every pregnant celebrity like goes away to have a nine month disability and i was like very anti cardi b being pregnant because i was like this is the worst timing ever for this. And then she turned around. Like, and you was know like, her life. Yeah. And then she <laughs> turned around and was like, no, fuck all of you. I'm a millionaire. I'm an adult woman. This is not going to stop me. This is not an inconvenience. And just like flipped the script on how I viewed pregnancy. When I look at pregnant women, I think they are no offense, like cancer to society. I'm like, you're a waste of space. You're overpopulating the world with your shitty kid. That's going to grow up to be a serial killer, murderer, rapist. Mm-hmm. and like get out of my way okay you know what i mean yeah that's a real level-headed response that's literally how i felt and um then cardi b just blew the top off of that and i'm like oh my god you can be pregnant and cool <laughs> and she's like performing at coachella hella fucking pregnant twerking dropping it to the fucking ground you're just just like oh my god you're like oh no what pregnant women can just live their normal lives well it's like every pregnant woman that i've been around is pathetic okay that's fair i know lots i'm i we were talking about it earlier today but i've known so many like i have friends who are women that got pregnant had kids and like ran marathons while they were pregnant or did crossfit while they were pregnant or Mm -hmm. weightlifted or just like it literally changed nothing in their life like they still did their hobbies they ate like a little more and took prenatal vitamin like they they were just like yeah pregnancy isn't fun like sometimes you get sick in the morning and your feet swell up but like it doesn't stop you from living your life women who get fat and then complain about pregnancy are just fat people <laughs> who are lazy it's yeah. just like uh i mean it's probably unfair because not every pregnancy is easy but for the most part like if pregnancy stopped you from living your normal life how would humans have made it out of the last ten thousand years sure like we were nomadic people yeah you still had to be able to like live your life and do stuff yeah 
But I don't know. It was just it's just cool love. It's crazy that women see. get pregnant and they're just like, I can only sit now. Bring me pickles, and you're just like, oh my Whoa. god! Every woman just becomes Jabba the Hutt yeah, the second they get say, a baby in them. Very Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, but no, it's like. Also, I might be projecting because everyone I know who's ever gotten pregnant has just like sold their life and been like, well, now I have to do this and I can't have friends and I can't have a life anymore. Oh, it's so, so wild. So I'm just like, you know, have fun wrecking your life. And then Cardi B is just like almost the best version of herself like that she's put out into the public. Almost nothing needs to change except for that you have a baby to love and take care of. Yeah. Like don't drink. Don't smoke either. Don't probably. smoke. Don't probably don't color your hair i mean eat good food it's pretty simple just be healthy can you i don't think pregnant people can have coffee i don't know i don't know either babies don't like caffeine uh, see that's the thing i will be real with you i've said a lot of inflammatory shit about pregnant ladies but uh i've never been pregnant before so, yeah, so i don't really have, don't have a leg to stand on here on pregnancy but I don't. I, I I think caffeine's fine because if pregnant women drink Coca Cola, so why can't they have coffee? Sure. Right. I don't think that the pregnant women maybe shouldn't drink Coca Cola. Probably either. I don't know. I. Uh, mm. Well, someone called I've never Cardi gotten B. anyone pregnant for more than a month or two. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how it works. Relatable content. Oh man. Um. Anyway, I hope Cardi B will respond to all of my pregnancy questions to her. No, just kidding. I would never do that. Yeah. But anyway, I just think she's fucking killing it. And I'm s- I love her so much. And I and she's changed the way I view pregnant women. Well, that's fun. Yeah, I literally think they're dope now. Well, at least her. I was going to say I feel like she's done nothing. She's just changed your way you view her pregnancy. Yeah, then someone I know is going to get pregnant and I'm going to stress and be like, "Do we have to collect do money you, to you get know you an abortion?" You know what freaks me out when you're like at Walmart and there's like a lady and she's like wearing a baby on her back mm-hmm. and she's got another like she's got a baby bandolier on. Yeah, what are yeah. those you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and like a stroller. And a stroller and she's pregnant. Yeah, and I this think bitch is at Walmart, Walmart alone with five kids, yeah. and you're like, "Wow!" Like, firstly, I'm proud of you for like I'm just not. living your life and doing your thing, despite the fact you're swamped with kids. Like, I would Casey Anthony up in this bitch at that point, <laughs> but like, <laughs> Zanny the nanny's watching those kids. <laughs> but like, for real, it's crazy. It's like you no. thought it was a good idea to get yeah. pregnant again. You your know, husband's pullout game is so fucking. <laughs> he has weak. none. There is none. It's um, so cool to come in other places. Not that I would know, but <laughs> stop it, you nasty! <laughs> you're fucking, I'm praying for you. You're on my fucking prayer list now. <laughs> those those people who come into Walmart with their litters of children, though, yeah, are the yeah. fucking worst because they're never watching the other seven. Yeah, they're the like ones the- that are connected to them, still inside of them and outside of them on their backs, like monkeys. Yeah, there's a ranking. The babies are in charge of each other from youngest to oldest. Mm-hmm. You have to raise the child that's slightly younger than you. Yeah, it's an experience. So glad I didn't have to do that. Remember the other day when we were at, eat, at getting sandwiches and some little girl just came up to me and started punching my calf like yeah. I was a punching bag. Yeah. And I was like, do I kick this baby? Yeah, you got to fight that baby now. <laughs> I should have. You do. His <laughs> parents got her before I had to pop off on a baby, but I would have. Did you fucking see that story about the substitute teacher that was uh, had like a fight club going on? Yes. And he said that he was doing it because he wanted to like befriend the students. What the fuck? How do you do that? Like you're like, 
how do I get to be friends with these kids? Should I relate to them? You know, should what? I bring them candy? They look. Should like I they let them love watch movies? Fight Club. Fight Club. What? Where was that school? Was it in Florida? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> we'll assume yes. I mean, sometimes you look at a group of thirteen-year-olds and you're like, they totally love Edward Norton and Brad Pitt. So yeah. let's just get this. I shit was in a going. Fight Club when I was. Well, it wasn't Fight Club, but we would get together and box. Sure, like, I we feel wore like boxing that's gloves. all kids do is fight each other. But we would like, we would meet up in the forest, and then kids from like the next meet town up over in the forest. Yeah, and we would like take all the cars and turn on the lights, and then we would box. Nothing good has ever happened in a forest. Yeah, I know. And we would box kids from the next town over. So you never fought someone you knew. And we would just like once a month, we'd all get together and fist fight, and it we it had happened all the time. Mm-hmm. In, in looking back, I'm like, how fucking wildly dangerous. Also, once my brother Jeff brought like a mini crossbow, and a guy what? like tried to fight uh, hit him and someone else, and he was like, "Yo, fuck that!" And he shot him with the mini crossbow. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like the it was scene like a in Anchorman too when they no, all come out real. and fight with like fucking. Well, because my brother's scrappy as fuck, and also we are wildly white trash. Yeah, but yeah. He like, like was it. not playing games, mm-hmm. and uh, that guy was like, "I'm gonna fight you," and he's like, "I don't want to fight." And that guy was like, "You're a pussy," and he's like, "Would a pussy do this?" And he shot him with a crossbow. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, it was so fucking cool. And it like went into his like side and like came out. So it was like a big piercing in his side, basically. Jesus. Yeah. And he was screaming like, you shot me. And my brother's just like reloading the crossbow oh to be God. like, who else wants a fucking piece of me? This is what I'm up to. Oh, what's that? No one else brought a crossbow to these fist fights. And That's what's up. And he's a father now. He's a father of like five. Okay. Yeah. He lives in Washington <laughs> State. And if you fuck with him, he will probably cross by you. your whole family. <laughs> you <Jesus>. know the- <laughs> Yeah. He just had a hand crossbow. Oh Where did God. he get it? I don't know. Made it himself. <laughs> it was not homemade, but it was a hand crossbow. Yikes. Yeah. And then once a guy tried to fight my brother Danny and he threw racing fuel onto him and set him on fire. And racing fuel is the type of fuel you don't want to be on fire with. Yeah. And that guy had to go to the hospital because his genitals and legs were viciously burned. Oh my God. Yeah. And his friends like didn't know how to put out the fire at first, but then they stopped like, drop and roll. Him. Yeah, we were in like the sand dunes. And then they were like oh my god you're gonna be in trouble and my brother was like i don't give a fuck and just like kept call the police yeah he was like what are you gonna do i'm gonna keep camping we're here in fillmore and there's like 500 of us at the sand dunes and i'm white we're all white like no one will find me (laughs) (laughs) no one will suspect me no he's just like he just looks like every other person there so he never got in trouble that's pretty fun Oh, man, we did so many things we didn't get in trouble for because it's just a small town. You think everyone would get in trouble because they'd know who you were, but it's the opposite, where it's just like Wild West. No one gives a fuck. Well, that explains a lot. Yeah. Good thing I grew up in a wholesome upper middle class neighborhood. Yeah. Did you never set anyone on fire, shoot anyone with a crossbow, fist fight strangers every month for several years of your life? No. I mean, I did light, light some people on fire. Cut a it was rabbit like with a consensual. Katana. Oh, yeah? Consensual. Were you doing like the thing where you spray perfume and yeah. you're like, I'm magic? Well, I, it wasn't I'm magic. It was like, hey, I think if I spray this bottle of Victoria's Secret love spell on your arm and light it on fire, it'll be cool. Oh, yeah. I'm well, not going to do magic. it on myself, but I'll do it on you. 
Nice. And then my friend was on fire. And you know when like real panic happens, you kind of fuck up for a second. Mm-hmm. We were like in the bathroom and did it. And she was on fire and it wasn't going out. Like I was trying to put it out. It wasn't going out. Yep. Yep. And rather than be like, let's throw you in the fucking bathtub or this sink right here. Smother it with a towel. I ran downstairs. Yeah. So you left her on fire. You stay on fire here. I'll be right back. I ran downstairs into the laundry room to get a towel. Yeah. Even though the bathroom we were in was full of them. Mm-hmm. and then went back upstairs. You can't put her out with the good towels. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> my like, brother was like, hey, uh, you're on fire now. And the guy was like, oh my God, help me. And he was like, no, I, <laughs> you tried to fight me. I'm just trying to drunk drive this ATV. Oh my God. And so <laughs> and my brother was like, excuse me while I do this. And then he drunk drove away. So many crimes. I mean, that sounds so many pretty crimes. exciting. It was cool. I don't think anyone drives ATVs sober. So. No, not at the sand dunes at least no yeah i just set a guy on fire let his friends sort it out and drunk drove an atv away back to the campsite like it was not a problem hell yeah that's pretty fucking cool yeah oh my he did so many crimes (laughs) oh my brothers did so many crimes oh well don't say his last name on here i will not it's a different it's actually a lot of people are like well shane he would have your last name but no different dad they had different last name for me good protect them yeah yikes are they on your Facebook? Should you delete them now? Uh, one of them's on my Facebook. The other one doesn't have Facebook because... He's off the grid. He's off the grid, Hiding yes. from the government. Uh, literally not a joke. Yes. Good. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, because he's like one of those crazy people that lives deep in the woods of Who, Washington like, State. turned all of their money into gold bars yep. and has mm-hmm. it buried under their porch. Yes. He's on a watch list for sure. Like if the government we raids his are house, all on a watch yeah, list. Yeah, but if the government raids either of my brother's houses, I'm pretty sure someone will die in like a booby trap type explosion. In like, like a fucking um, what ha- it happened before my Waco? Yeah, it was the catalyst to Waco. What was my Ruby, brother Ruby Ridge? Yeah, my brother's. Woo! <laughs> my brothers are straight up like giving their kids like whenever you come to the door watch out for the wire and like th- fucking hell yeah straight up oh my god can we just like where's my jeopardy points for that one i racked my motherfucking brain for that for ruby ridge yes I holy mean, shit we're proud of you do you even know no bitch? i don't you don't know no i do know that there was like a hoarder that like he hoarded stuff in his house and the police like when he died they went into the house and it turned out that he was also like an obsessive conspiracy theorist guy and he set booby traps all over his house well yeah that's every fucking no but these were so a police officer actually died because they were like getting out of like all these newspapers that were stacked he had thousands and thousands of newspapers and like as they were moving them there was a literal trip wire attached to a double-barreled shotgun trap Mm -hmm. and it blew the police officer's face in half and i don't know if you know anything about faces but they're not supposed to be in half unless you're like a batman villain Mm -hmm. but and he was not he was just a regular man regular old guy with his face in half (sighs) what a bummer it was like the 70s so then the bomb squad came and they found a bunch of the traps but they were like we can't find all the traps so they demoed the house they like actually blew it up well, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that's what you have to do. Ruby Ridge. You know what we need to stop the serial killer? Was in Idaho, killer? and you don't even know. Booby traps. 
Serial killers? We, uh, I'm if we... thinking about having a tripwire. You come into the house, you trip, uh, and then a bear trap falls from the ceiling and clamps your head. The thing about booby trapping the house is that I would be the one to die. Okay. Them. But is that better than dying from a serial killer, though? No. Okay. Well, fine. We'll figure out anyway. another. I'm not allowed to have guns. I'm not allowed to put deadly booby traps in the house. What can I do? Do you really not know about Ruby Ridge? I don't. Am I going to have to tell you about Ruby Ridge? Right now? I could, if I did it right now, it would be egregious because okay. I'm, I'm filling in the blanks, but. Oh, so you're like, am I going to have to tell you about the thing I don't know about? No, I know Ruby Ridge. It was in Idaho, this little white supremacist compound. Mm-hmm. And then this guy who was just like so, so fucking NRA that he took his whole family to go live out in the wilderness just so happened to be right next to this white nationalist compound. Oh. And then they were like, you like guns and are low-key white supremacists. We're white supremacists and we like guns. We're basically on the same team. Then he brings his family into the compound and the FBI has been watching them Mm -hmm. for a while and is like, okay, well, that's the guy we're going to flip. So the FBI sets him up to... um, They have... uh, someone undercover in there and they set up this guy to sell like sawed off shotguns or some, do some illegal shit with guns. Sure. Like, um, just wave him around at Smith's. Yeah. Okay. You know, banish him (laughs) at a Smith's parking lot. Yeah. You're fucking, I'm going to crime with a gun and you pick the worst crime. Oh, look at me. I have a gun. And then I get arrested. So anyway, he's, he's like making adjustments, illegal adjustments to firearms. Sure. And the FBI grabs him and they try to flip him, but he doesn't really have any dogs in the fight because he's like a new member. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck they're up to. You know, yeah. like, I'm just here for the barbecues and the white nationalism. And um, so he's like on edge with the FBI. The FBI is now watching him in his home and him and his wife and his kids and his friend all lock themselves like, you know, basically down the street from the compound in his home because he's like going crazy now. Like the FBI is watching me. They think I'm involved with that shit. They're coming for my guns. Yeah. And like, he was kind of right a little bit, you know? And so no one knows, you know, it's, I mean, it's not even a Han Solo thing because we all know Han shot first. No one knows who shot first here. If it was him or the FBI. Sure. But shots were exchanged. Gunfire ensued. Uh-huh. First casualty is his wife in the fucking head. Yeah. And uh, think about shooting someone's wife in the head. They're going to be bummed about it. Yeah. Especially if it's by the hands of the FBI. Classically, people hate it when you shoot their wife. They in hate the it. They fucking hate it. Especially yeah. when they're like hunkered down in their house and she's just trying to protect her kids. People are not stoked. Oh, uh, well, she does sound like a white supremacist. I mean, like she had it coming, but also, uh-huh. woo. And like the FBI, they, they had, or like ATF more so at this point, had no idea that they had hit her. Yeah, of you course. Know? That's how gunfights Yeah, work. so they were like, give us your wife and kids and like, we'll figure shit out. And he's like, <laughs> and he thought they were dissing him. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, fuck you, you motherfuckers. So anyway, all this gunfire ensues and it's a standoff for either seven or 11 days. Okay. Of, like nonstop, right? And at this point, those white nationalists and other like supporters who are now validated because they're like, look, here's proof that they're coming for our guns are at the end of this like, um, cause they're like up in the mountains at the like 
beginning of that road, they're like protesting there. Sure. About like what's going on. Yeah. And it's a whole thing. I love how tough they are. Like they're coming for our guns and then like something actually happens where it's like time to fucking put up or shut up. And mm-hmm. they're like, we'll protest it. Yeah. It's like, go get in a gunfight pussies. But they fucking never do. No. White nationalists are the biggest fucking pussies. Yeah. Well, ever. we, we know that for sure. So by the end of it, like a bunch of people die on both sides. And, um, that's kind of, that's what came right before Waco. Uh-huh. And that's also Timothy McVeigh was yeah, yeah. also, he used to, yeah, they all he, hold that. The stuff Ruby up. Ridge was a big thing for him as well. Yeah. Um, because it's the only proof that they have as far as the yeah. ATF and the FBI coming for your guns. Oh, man, it's almost like people have been using police violence, both in the 1980s, 90s and 2000. That was in 1992 to push agendas that have nothing to do with what's actually happening. It was 11 days. Oh, I'm so (laughs) smart. Yeah. (laughs) You're killing it. It was 11 day, an 11 day siege, um, August 21st, 1992. Weaver, Randy Weaver and his family and his friend, Kevin Harris, um, versus the, um, FBI, ATF and the hostage rescue team. Cool. And um, he had a bench warrant for the setup. Yeah. And he hunkered down. And then that's when they came at him. And um, the shootout with the depth, the deaths of a U.S. Marshal mm-hmm. and his son, um, Samuel, age 14, their dog, Striker. <laughs> the dog died. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, Why is that funny to me? It's just that's like, the, really- that's the casualty I'm most well, upset no, about. It, the reason I laughed is just because, like, this is so serious. This is a huge deal, like a benchmark moment in, like, American crime history. This is an Old West shootout happening in the modern era. Mm-hmm. And they're like, a man a lawman who was serving his country and doing what he thought he was, was right, lost his life. A man down the wrong path had lost his life. His son lost his life. Also, a dog died. Oh, <laughs> this was like, they just throw so it in there. About. So, but I mean, this is, this is the real travesty, was, wait, right? Wait, was the dog a white nationalist though? I think the dog was a hostage. Mm-hmm. Honestly. The dog was a hostage. German Shepherd? I bet it was Seems a golden sketchy. retriever. No. All American. Well, it would retrieve the bullets. Whoa. <laughs> but the casualties on their side was the 14-year-old son, the dog, and his wife. Okay. And the wife was killed by an FBI sniper. So kind of like, ooh, you picked the wrong fucking skull, mom. Well, probably mom not. Man. She had guns, I'm sure. I mean, probably. And um, it was ultimately resolved by civil negotiations with the surrender and arrest of Kevin Harris. Wow, what a fucking pussy. If my my son and wife died, I would just be like... You'd be like, I'm going out in a blaze of fucking glory. Have fun stopping me. Also, where are all of my friends who are like ready to fight the government? We need our rifles to fight the government. Okay, here's your chance to fight the government. Nah, we're going to hang out. Fucking pussies. Your wife and son were just murdered in front of you. Like, yeah. I'm not saying kill them all, but I'm also not not yeah, saying kill them all. Yeah, go down on a place of glory, you right? pussy. Seriously. Yeah, Butch and Sundance style. Except for Butch and Sundance didn't really die, and then they moved to Richfield, Utah. But still, 
<laughs> that's true. So. Um, but yeah, that shit always kills me. I that's my whole thing with gun controls. When people are like, "There are our rifles are our right, and we need them to fight the government." And it's like my whole thing is, I call your bluff. You would never ever fight the I mean, government. There's your example. You fucking pussy. There's your example. Yeah, they never They had would. a fucking neo-Nazi group armed to the fucking nines literally up the road and they were like they could have won whistling that. real fucking loud because yeah. over that gunfire. Go live in like the they mountains. Didn't fucking see Hide. Shit. There were no drones back then. It was more viable then than it is now and they still wouldn't do it. Yeah. Fucking babies. Everyone it. who has a rifle that's like mm, the government it's like you would never do anything. <laughs> yeah. And even if you did you would go down like that that dog striker oh, immediately. Don't bring striker into this. <laughs> he, I just hear like Wolverine like striker. <laughs> he dies. Oh, that's right. They killed his dog too. All the more reason to fight to the death. Yeah, I know. Oh my god, my dogs, my wife, and my kids. Yeah. What a pussy. I hope that guy is just like in jail, getting his cheek jail, getting his cheeks busted. Absolutely, so hard. he is. You know he fucking what is. A fucking baby. So Ugh. that was that was apparently my history lesson to you, Ruby. I know. Rich. I'm just like mad now. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, you should be. Yeah. You should watch the fucking uh the well the reason why I know about Ruby Ridge is because um the Turner Diaries. Yes. Um. The what about them? Well, because I fell down a Timothy McVeigh rabbit hole. Uh huh. Not. You- pro i wanted to know <laughs> what the fuck his deal was yeah and then netflix put up the um the like bombings documentary series Oh, okay and so i was watching that and then he was talking about the turner diaries and in the turner diaries it's like they talked about ruby ridge then i was like what's that learned about that they briefly talked about it there and then it was that was connected to waco like it's the all of those things are all connected they all Uh, use each other you know to like justify the means of course they people take like the government and police violence and then they have a narrative and then they just push the narrative and stop caring about the actual problem yeah people still do it today uh with things that are real that need help yeah. Like police violence in black communities. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we have a police violence problem mm-hmm. and we need to solve it. But like you're you they like are about the narrative and not the problem. Yeah. Because I don't know. The anyway, I don't want to get into that, but it's a whole thing. Corrupt it just cops. Sucks. Get them out. Stop uh, that brotherhood. Not bullshit. Even, I think it's not even corrupt cops. I think it's a lot of it's just incompetent or afraid police officers or police yeah. officers who are get not those equipped. motherfuckers out of there. Well, not even get them out of there. Just equip them to deal with situations. There's not enough good police officers. I mean, there's a million police officers, so there's lots no, of good ones. It's, but. There are good police officers, but it's like, are you that good if you're not going to fucking rat on your racist ass, dumb, unequipped, idiot motherfucking partner? I think that the amount of that kind of stuff going on is probably less than you think. I don't know. I think v- probably vastly less. I think there's a lot of like blue blood runs fucking thick and deep bullshit. Well, that's like, a part of bad training. Yeah, so just, you know, destroy and rebuild is what I say. Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, they need an overhaul from the ground up for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyway, you ready to hear a Bible story and get out of here? Yeah, yeah. What a journey we've been on. I know. Did you think I was going to educate you tonight? No, I didn't. You're welcome. Ugh. Um, Okay, so let's see. What are we talking about here? I'm all, my brain's all rattled by thinking about police violence and 
solutions to the problem instead of people just yelling about racism. I mean, racism should be yelled about, but yeah, let's like actually sit down and have real conversations about what to do instead of crying. Destroy it all. Uh, okay, I'm that's. Wh- I mean, that's one opinion. Burn it to the ground. It, that's better than no, no solution. I'll take it. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people on the internet like I don't like racism, and you're like, what a brave take. Yeah, I Killing don't like it. racism. Racism either. No one. Very few people do. Tell that to the Proud Boys. Oh man! Don't I don't even want to go down that. Just fucking yeah, yeah. tell me your story. Okay, all right. <laughs> Speaking. <laughs> so today we're talking about Scientology. I thought you said this was a Bible story. Yeah. So this is kind. This is just a religion story. This is a. There's a twist. Uh, Scientology is a cult. So well, there's don't a twist. Get it twisted. Okay. Well, we're doing it. So I'm gonna tell you what Scientologists believe, like uh, mythologically. Okay. So, according to Scientology, 75 million years ago, mm-hmm. there was a giant galactic federation of planets, millions of like planets. Like Star Trek. Yes, but way less cool, okay? Mm-hmm. And they are ruled over by an evil overlord named Xenu. Xenu is yes. real, or well, according to them. Oh, he's a warmongering overlord. So he's this overlord. Well, here's where it gets weird, right? Everyone's like, oh, he's That's where it gets weird. warmonger. Yeah, well, I mean, it's got weird fast, <laughs> immediately. So 75 million years ago, Xenu rules the Galactic Federation, mm-hmm. okay? I and know. Basically, at this point, he's like, even though he's a warlord that causes war and is always fighting, he's like, my galaxy's overpopulated. And in my mind, yeah, it's like... Yeah, he likes genocide. Well, what okay, type of warmongering overlord would like genocide? Here's where it gets weird. And then it's like, okay, we'll just fucking start some wars and send all these people to die in your wars. No, he has this weird, convoluted fucking maniac plan where he goes from planet to planet to planet, mm-hmm. harvesting people freezing them in carbonite essentially star wars style uh-huh. yeah yeah one person at a time mm-hmm. into their little cases they're actually frozen like ice solid mm-hmm. ice stacking them into piles and then he fucking takes all the frozen millions and billions of frozen aliens just shoot them in the head nope gotta freeze them yeah he freezes them all and he loads them into spaceships well, i mean what if bullets cost money Oh, you you don't think running a freezing facility that freezes over a, like a trillion aliens got to be some sort of efficient and effective way that he's doing this? It's so no, he's he has choosing thrown, that over bullets. He round, maybe space bullets are more expensive. He rounds just what about a space club? What about a space katana? <laughs> I mean, you're preaching the choir style. over here. I know it. So he like gets. So he literally goes from every planet, harp, gets the people, mm-hmm. puts them into flights, yes. takes them to a facility mm-hmm. on a different planet. Ooh, like, ooh, Zod. Sure. Right? In mm. little capsules, frozen, shot out into space. Not exactly. Or, um... No, he's literally like like on the trains, like the Holocaust, but except it's oh. space. 
So he takes him to another place, freezes them like Han Solo, stacks them up, mm-hmm. puts them in spaceships, and by the way, these spaceships look exactly like an older model plane that used to be a commercial flyer during the time when L. Ron Hubbard was alive. What a weird coincidence. You know what else is a weird coincidence? What? L. Ron Hubbard was Being an a science, established a science, science fiction, fiction writer. writer. I know. So before he became the founder of a science fiction religion cult. So evil Xenu puts all of the frozen people into spaceships that are the same size and look exactly like the plane, the modern American jet plane called a DC-8. Mm-hmm. And that is why Scientologists are never allowed to fly in that plane. That's a real rule they have because it's an homage to Xenu, the evil wow. overlord who used them anyway. It's fucking nuts. Okay. So the DC-8s have like jets on them, by the way. Mm-hmm. They're not just like regular planes that fly through space. So he puts all the frozen people onto, I would assume, millions of these jets. Mm-hmm. So he has a million pilots helping him do... It's fucking... I mean, he's creating jobs. This... <laughs> no, you've got a point. <laughs> <laughs> so he loads all of them, and guess where he takes them? Earth? Hawaii. I know, in a volcano, right? Yeah, so he takes yeah, all of these frozen all people. coming back to me. Yeah, so he takes... Because I've got all the themes inside that tell me <laughs> the stories. So he gets all of the frozen people, mm-hmm. and where does he... He goes to Hawaii, mm-hmm. of all places. It's a beautiful place. And that's why Hawaiians are naturally shitty and not happy to ever have visitors. Whoa. Xenu. That was a charge statement you oh, just made. Oh, do you think that... People, people, no matter what their race, who grow up on Hawaii, treat visitors well. Is that a thing you're prepared to say? I lived there for a while. And they... It uh, was fine for me. Oh, yeah, because you're a super hot lady and the rules don't apply to you. Oh, my God. You don't think Hawaiians fight a lot or have derogatory terms for visitors or treat visitors very badly? Or hate all the sailors who are stationed in Hawaii? The actual percentage of Hawaiians, like natives, who scream about fucking howlies and shit is like just the drunk uncles on, you know, like in downtown Lahaina. I've never heard anything good about it. Well, I fucking lived there, bitch, with such a fucking mouth. And yet you're not there now. And you just, and it was fine for you. It was fine for me. They're literally. I lived on Maui and there was like two drunk uncles who would scream about fucking Howley's on front street, which is like main street, downtown mm-hmm. Lahaina, the most popular area on the Island. Other than that, I was very welcomed. Everyone was awesome. Have like, you ever? Okay. You're the auntie to everyone's kid. Every it's just, I, I felt more connected in a community living on Maui than I have anywhere. Yeah. So, I mean, that's good for you. Please you also spent the entire time wearing no clothes bullshit. and being a tiny, hot 18-year-old girl, <laughs> which is not real life, okay? I'm oh calling it. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's true, though. That's true, and we all know it. I don't know anything Okay, saying. admit it. Take your non-experiences and oh, extrapolating yeah? and compare it to my real-life experiences sure, sure. and tell me I'm wrong. How do you know I haven't been to the naval base on Hawaii? That oh my god! Anyway, okay. Tell me about fucking Zenu, you racist. So what racist? This has nothing to do with <laughs> color. There's lots of white native people who live in Hawaii that are awful. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 
Speaking of people who shouldn't be in Hawaii, <laughs> Xenu brings all these frozen motherfuckers, aliens of all different races and types and sizes and shapes mm-hmm. in these airplanes. He dumps them into the volcanoes in Hawaii. They melt and they're like, we're saved. Oh, wait, we're in a volcano. And then they fucking die. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, millions of them die. Mm-hmm. And as they all die in this mass genocide, which by the way, could have just not frozen them and taken them immediately to the volcano. I don't know why we added that extra step. Science fiction. Doesn't matter. They start, so they all die at once and their souls start to float up out of the volcano because as souls do. As we know, when you die, your soul floats up and everyone can yeah, see it. Like That's a, a real 1990s thing. 1990s Disney cartoon of a ghost <laughs> floating above yeah. you. Anyway, they all, millions of them start floating up into the galaxy. It's like galaxy. the beginning of the Nightmare Before Christmas when all the ghosts come out and yes. they sing the song. Well, Xenu knew this would happen. Apparently, he mm-hmm. doesn't want souls floating around. I don't know what they could do anyway. Inhabit bodies. So, well, the souls are floating up out of the atmosphere of Earth. Millions of them. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens is Xenu was already ready, and he had built soul catchers all over Earth that started catching it all of the like souls. It sounds like he's doing this for entertainment purposes. Right? So he catches all the souls Ghostbuster style, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. They're all getting caught. Um, he catches every single one, and then what do they do with them? They take all the souls out of the catchers, and they bring them to a brainwashing facility that's also already on Earth, like built on the ground, like these yeah. buildings. So they put millions of these souls into these brainwashing facilities and force them to sit for days and days and days, months even, watching over and over and over again this fake propaganda that Xenu had invented to confuse the souls, Mm -hmm. to brainwash them into believing things like what? Like that Odin is a real god, that Jesus is a real person, that Buddha was a prophet. Beautiful. So he everything in- makes sense now. Yeah. So all of these fake reli- quote unquote fake religions yeah. are implanted because of Xenu's brainwashing facilities. Then, when all these souls have been tortured and forced to sit in these theaters watching these movies that wa- that brainwash them into believing things that aren't real and tricking them, uh, they are released into the world believing a false reality all of the matrix Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they just wander the world all super fucked up. And so, uh, what's living on the world? Dinosaurs and shit. And apparently souls can't go into dinosaurs. That's like Uh their weakness. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things are weak to dinosaurs besides meteors. Yeah. So quicksand, you know, dinosaurs are weak to a lot of things besides, but, um, so they can't get into the dinosaurs and they're like, well, well, I'm not about to get into a fish. Fuck that. If I was a soul, I'd try and get into a megalodon. That would be cool. That would be cool. Giant shark. Just fucking shit up. Or a T-Rex. I would be a pterodactyl. Mm, flying around mm-hmm. with a beak. Yeah. Squawking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so <laughs> that's it. That's the end of it. I have nothing. I have no follow up. So um, eventually... Um, the Thetans wander the earth confused, believing all these not real things. Thetans they've been are the ghosts. Thetans spirits. are the ghost spirits, by the way. That's the name of a ghost spirit. Not a specific one because they're all different races, genders, uh, aliens, like mm-hmm. species, mm-hmm. whatever. They find people and they're like, what fucking dope? We can get inside these people. So millions and millions and millions of Thetans just dove into these people. Mm-hmm. 
and then they have babies and some of the Thetans are like, well, I'm going to cruise in this new baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's why... Uh, Cardi B twerks at Coachella. Exactly. So we have all these <laughs> Thetans inside of us. Yes. Because so, there's just billions of them wandering the earth and they got inside yeah. of the original people. Yep. And every time someone has a baby, they're just passing Thetans into yeah, the baby. For sure. Because they're just full of them. Yeah. So... The Thetans, all the souls of the aliens that were genocided and then brainwashed are inside of us Mm -hmm. causing all of our fears, all of our confusions, and Mm -hmm. all of our problems. Yeah, I know. Have you had diarrhea? It's because a soul of an alien is inside of your body. That's a problem. Yeah. Have you ever... No, literally, they believe that if you get physically ill, it's the Thetans. If you go clear, you're never supposed to get ill ever again. Oh, trust me. I fucking know. So the Thetans are like, uh, when I was young, I I didn't want to jack off to anime porn because it made me guilty, but I did it anyway. And that's because the ghost of an alien from Star Wars was inside my Mm -hmm. body telling me you should definitely jack off to anime titties. Yeah, yeah, yeah fucking crazy yeah. right so that's um every butthole you've ever fisted you are being controlled <laughs> by the ghost I of an it. alien with yeah. so many eyes and a very small hand i know and he that's his thing i know <laughs> trust Ooh, me it's brutal trust me and that's why they are yelling at ashtrays yep it's brutal. Get all the thetans out, and so that's what Scientologists believe. Completely, uh, pretty par for the course as far as religions go. Well, we're all trying to hide from Zenu because they're also afraid that Zenu's coming for us. Yeah. So they. So this is the thing, also, because I know a lot about Scientology. Zenu's seventy-five million years old. Zenu can track the thetans. Thetans. Thetans, and he. So the whole point is for like. Scientology clears the the thetans out of you. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah, they built a device. Yes. Do you remember what the device is called? Uh, Chronometer? Fuck. I don't know. Shane? What? I don't remember. What's it called? I forget. Oh, okay. We both, neither of us know. So anyway. Mrs. I know everything about Scientology. You're fucking me up because I can remember it. I see it visually. I love how you can remember that Hawaii was great for you, despite the fact that you were a visitor, but you can't remember Scientology, what you're supposedly passionate about. (laughs) Very passionate. Um, (laughs) Anyway, um, an e-meter. There you go. Motherfucker. Suck my dick. Anyway. I will. So they made e-meters and you, um, they like try to use techniques, techniques of like regressive therapy, like Mm -hmm. going back and back and back and back and back and back and back. And then you go into past lives that are connected to your thetans. Yeah. And the whole point is every time you get an e-meter session, you're clearing thetans out. And also Ingrams, which I've talked about before. Ingrams come from like your family and specifically women because Elrond hated fucking women and was like, if a woman is constipated during her pregnancy and is complaining about being constipated, she's putting Ingrams into her fetus, which are negative energies. And do you know who doesn't have any Ingrams in her fetus? Who? Cardi B. She doesn't. (laughs) Um, And so the point, like when you use Neometer, it's to get rid of Thetans and get rid of Ingrams. You can't get to the Thetans unless you get rid of the Ingrams first. It's process and process and process because they want your money they want your time but no, anyway, they want to help you because no, of the souls of aliens that are in don't. your body so the point the overall arc of it is to get rid of the thetans because 
Xenu can track the Thetans. So that's why Scientology wants you to join so they can rid your body so of where them. Where do they go when you get rid of them? Do you just destroy them? Yeah, they just go up into the fucking universe. Oh, okay. So it's like, it's basically making you undercover. Scientology will hide your Thetans so that Xenu can't find you. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, but everyone else has got their Thetans and they're just cruising around. That's why everyone needs to join Scientology. Okay. It's like, what, $20,000 to get rid of a Thetan. It's <laughs> a lot of money. So, any yeah, so... Uh, you could... Fuck, man. You could spit a Thetan into my mouth for $20. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Oh, <laughs> I'll man. take them. <laughs> so, I'm going to the Scientology Center. Yes. And Mac Arthur has agreed to go with comedian, me. Comedian. Salt Lake City comedian Mac comedian, Arthur. Comedian. Open mic. Silent micer. producer of this podcast. Silent producer of this podcast. Friend. True. Sure. Uh, my friend, at least. <laughs> I don't know about you. Has agreed to go with me so we could buddy system it up. So we can go take a personality test, which they do every day. Yeah. For like, between like certain hours. You just have to sign up for it. Just so we can like experience it, but not be sucked into it. You know? Sure. It's like if you're going to do a little bit of like erotic asphyxiation, it's nice to have someone on board so they can help you if shit goes south. Yeah. Same thing. Okay. My partner. Because you won't. Yeah, I'm not interested. With it. I don't want to spend money on it. I, I don't want to I give the cult my money. They'll let you dip your toes for free. Maybe. I, they probably do give you a free session. I don't know. I might go if it's free. Oh, and you flip flopper. I don't want you. And oh, your my God. Things. There's a gun in the house. <laughs> okay. Are you ready to go? I guess. Do you have anything to say before you become a Scientologist? <laughs> it was nice knowing you. <laughs> All right, everyone. Have fun. Uh, this was a weird episode. I think I don't even remember what we talked about, but we did learn. Learning with Noel and Shane. <laughs> All right, everyone. Fucking hail Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs>